Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 17 December 2021, and as I read the news that Black Velvet, the most putrid brand in whiskey, is more popular than ever, I note that on this day in history, the Pope excommunicated Henry VIII for having too many wives. Henry responded by starting his own church and marrying even more wives. This day, 1583, the Cologne War. They were not talking or fighting about actual Cologne, but we'll have more on that on the way. 1807, France issues the Milan Decree confirming, they say, the continental system, which must be the reason we have measly continental breakfasts in most American hotels. On the way, Cologne, not the region in France, but the reason I failed British literature. Now, here in the Architects, we don't wear a great deal of cologne. The cologne of the South is hops number three, that is gun oil. And the personal lubricant, meaning sex lube, is Tabasco sauce. Yes, we do know how to make the ladies react, even if they are not reacting to us, specifically. But various colognes have been in vogue down here over the years. Old Spice, it came in a 12-ounce bottle that that looked like a fine ale. Many a southern boy threw back a shot of his father's Old Spice, thinking it was beer, and, and then swore off drinking for the rest of his life and joined the Church of Christ. My first bottle of cologne was Halston Z14, purchased, rest her soul, by my late mother when I was a boy of only 15 years. I liked it. It smelled like orange peels and welding. Never got a compliment on it, though, so I have to assume it actually stank, but still it remains my favorite. Then came Polo. Now, Polo, you have to admit, it's not so bad, but it is a case of overexposure. Back in the 80s, boys used Polo to attract girls, and apparently to uh, treat their acne. The trouble was, every boy had Polo. Now, if you had Polo and your best friend and everyone else had Polo, what did you do? Well, of course, you put on more Polo. Naturally, that would make you stand out to the girl of your dreams, and you would live happily ever after. Problem was, the other suitor would respond in kind, applying even more Polo to counter your prodigious Polo application, and then you would show up the next day with a full bottle ready to raise the stakes. Keep in mind, this was the 80s when the U.S. and the USSR were raising the nuclear ante. Naturally, high school freshmen followed suit by raising the polo ante. The polo wars came to a crescendo one day in 1985. The English class had been reading Romeo and Juliet, and as a reward, the teachers were showing the old 1969 Romeo and Juliet movie complete with a breast shot of the actress playing Juliet to the gathered English literature classes. Every boy wore his polo intent on impressing his ninth grade girlfriend, the janitor. He turned the heat up too much. A hundred boys sweated. The teachers gasped for air. The principal stepped in, stepped out quickly, running for his office because the polo fumes were too much. The crisis was only averted. When us boys saw the protuberances, the mammaries, the, oh hell, the jugs 
of the actress playing Juliet. The boys looked at the flat-chested girls in that auditorium and devoted themselves then to attending college where, where they were told the jugs of college women named Juliet were in great supply, did a lot for American education. I'm Byron Fitt, reminding you, drink at home, it's cheaper, it's safer, and big jugs aren't everything. After all, I, I still like my poorly endowed Chinese ex-fiancee.